Hey everybody, and welcome to the Wealth Effect Podcast, where we discuss methods, strategies, and tactics to protect and compound your wealth. I'm your host, Matt Fabian, and I'm here to help you create your own wealth effect. Hey everyone, welcome to the Wealth Effect Podcast. This is Matt Fabian. It is Thursday, October 27th, 2022. Today we're talking about how recession risk is rising through headwinds to corporate earnings. This week we've had a slew of tech earnings that have disappointed the markets and uh, the first estimate of third quarter GDP has come in um, and that is a bit above expected which should continue to put pressure on the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates, uh, keeping monetary policy tight to try to rein in inflation. It is no secret that this year has been characterized by market and economic uncertainty due to inflation, monetary uh, policy, and geopolitics. Prolonged market unease can be attributed to the fact that economic effects take time to evolve. Inflation is not an overnight event, but the result of supply and demand factors since 2020, and definitely compounded by monetary and fiscal policies over the last several years. As mentioned last week, the effect of tightening monetary policy by the Fed are realized on a significant lag. The spike in energy and commodity prices due to the war in the Ukraine will not be resolved quickly. Political events in China, the UK, and the upcoming U.S. midterm elections only add to this uncertainty. These facts underscore the need for investors to focus on the long run and resist the urge to react to everyday market movement, whether they're positive or negative. In the show notes, I posted a chart that in the long run, the stock market follows corporate profits. So we've got a chart going back to the early 1990s with the S&P 500 uh, index, as well as the S&P 500 earnings per share. Um, And what you will see is along with the rise in the stock market index, the S&P 500 index, so too does the earnings per share or profitability of the S&P 500 underlying companies. So when profits go up, stocks generally go up, and vice versa, when stocks go down, it's typically a result of declining profits or earnings. Perhaps the most foundational way to stay uh, grounded is being familiar with these facts and figures. Uh, It really drives the market over the long run. And rather than speculation and opinions that occupy a lot of the headlines on a day-to-day basis. For that that reason, investors should focus heavily on uh, corporate earnings and fundamentals uh, since they link the economy with the markets. Although markets can fluctuate in the short run, Rising earnings are what allow stocks to create wealth for investors over uh, entire business cycles. Inflation and slower growth are directly impacting corporate earnings reports. Consensus estimates for the S&P 500 earnings per share are to grow 6.9% over the next 12 months. Healthy but below the average of 7.9% since the middle of the 1980s. It is still early in the current earnings season for the third quarter, with about a quarter of S&P 500 companies having reported, and earnings are 
exceeding beaten down expectations, however, are showing declines on a year-to-year -year basis. Still, many companies are reporting rising costs, slower consumer demand, a buildup in inventories, and that should be expected in this kind of an environment. Further, at 6.9% earnings growth over the next year, estimates appear to be rosy when put into context of rising recession risk and corporate input costs, both of which would be contractionary for corporate profits. Further, as of Q2 2022, earlier this year, the S&P 500 earnings growth had actually fallen into negative territory when excluding the energy sector, which as energy costs have gone up, that has been a boon to energy sector earnings. So if we strip those out, the remaining sectors of the stock market have actually had negative earnings growth over the last year. Also, our BlackRock research team believes this trend will continue and that consensus earnings estimates will continue to decrease. So while corporate profits are still positive, they are in fact falling. The next chart in the show notes show size and style earnings valuations all the way from large cap growth down to small cap value. We have earnings per share estimate growth as well as the next 12 month price to earnings ratio. What you'll see on this chart is that while most earnings per share growth is continued to accelerate or still be in positive territory, we believe that those estimates are a bit rosy. The next 12 month price to earnings ratios are a little bit lower, which would start to show the fact that the fundamental valuations for these companies are starting to come back down to earth from the last you know, market cycle where valuations had become very stretched because of you know, the general economic growth, low interest rates, and for the most part until this year, muted inflation. So earnings expectations differ across these types and styles of companies. Large cap stocks represent the largest U.S. companies and are still expected to do well. Again, we believe that those will continue to, the expectations of those companies will come down and that they will fall further due to one primary factor, which is a very strong U.S. dollar. A stronger dollar hurts larger companies disproportionately since they tend to have international sales. When the dollar strengthens, dollar-denominated goods and services become more expensive in other currencies, and foreign currency translation back to dollars is less favorable. It's difficult to pin down an exact percentage of revenues from overseas, but the Standard & Poor's estimates suggest it's around one-third of large-cap companies' revenues. On the other hand, small-cap companies are more sensitive to U.S.-based demand and are directly impacted by slowing growth and rising costs. To put the rising dollar into perspective, I've put another chart in the show notes, which show the U.S. dollar is at a near record on both a absolute basis as well as a trade-weighted basis, going back to uh, 2008. Currently, the dollar is on a 28% rally since the lows in 2021. When the dollar goes up, again, this is a headwind to 
US-based corporate earnings, uh, as well as other risk assets in general. If there's a strong dollar, that takes demand out of other assets. And while analyst forecast earnings growth are not always accurate, and earnings, again, may fall further, a rising dollar, declining corporate earnings, and, a ri and rising interest rates remain an immediate to an intermediate term headwind to stock prices. In such an environment, heightened volatility and rotations in sector, style, and factor leadership are typical. So staying diversified both across and within markets remains essential. Another critical consideration for earnings is how the consumer is faring. Long past are the days when government stimulus checks boosted the personal savings rate to a record of 33.8% during the pandemic. That rate has fallen to 3.5% as of August, well below the historical average of 6.8%. Further, credit card debt has accelerated this year, reaching $1.065 trillion through Q2 of 2022, increasing 14.3% from Q2 of 2021. So much of the higher cost of living due to inflation is being paid for by borrowing at a very high interest rate. As discussed last week, the ongoing bear market and stalling housing prices are creating a reverse wealth effect on how financially secure households feel impacting further spending. The full impact of this has not yet appeared in the data since retail sales have continued to grow on a year-over-year -year basis. However, when adjusted for inflation, real retail spending is essentially flat and paid for, again, through unsustainable consumer debt. These are headwinds to the consumer as well as to corporate earnings and the economy as a whole. So what's the bottom line? Corporate earnings growth appears to be stalling, and consensus forward estimates, while lower than average, are not discounting rising recession risk and rising input costs. Further, the rising dollar and worsening consumer balance sheet health are developing headwinds to the economy and markets. Thanks for tuning in to this week of the Wealth Effect podcast. Hope you're all doing wealth out there. Hope you're all doing well out there, excuse me, and happy wealth generation. Investment advisory services are offered through Fabian Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor authorized to do business in states where registered or otherwise exempt from registration. Nothing discussed during the show should be viewed as investment advice. Everything discussed is generic, non-specific, non-tailored information. If you have questions pertaining to your specific situation, please reach out to us at info at fabianwm.com or call us at 925 322-2450.